From Ventures Africa, I am Sinka Jides Davis. This is Her Story, a weekly aggregation of women-centered stories in the news across Africa. Stay tuned as I take you through some of the amazing as well as mind-boggling stories for the week. Let's take a look at how the Central Bank of Nigeria is planning to eliminate gender gap by 2024. Recently, the Central Bank of Nigeria has announced a move to eliminate gender gap in financial inclusion by 2024 through its latest released framework for advancing women's financial inclusion in Nigeria. The framework, according to the Apex Bank, builds on the revised targets of the 2018 National Financial Inclusion Strategy, which aims to reduce the financially excluded adult population to 20% by the end of 2020. But the CBN has blamed the COVID-19 pandemic for disrupting the achievement of the 2020 objective. In a 2018 survey carried out by Enhancing Financial Innovation and Access, gender-based financial exclusion cuts across every region, income groups and age groups in Nigeria. The survey highlights systemic obstacles to women's financial inclusion in Nigeria while indicating that women are still likely or rather more likely than men to rely exclusively on informal financial services. And you know, if in 2020 this statement is still being made, then we truly have a long way to go in ensuring that gender gaps are closed across all of its existing modes. I'm super excited about this next story because history has just been made. Nigeria's candidate for the position of the Director General of the World Trade Organization, Dr. Ngozi Okundrewala, has been appointed to lead the Geneva-based global trade body. This was such a tough journey having made it to being selected as one of the two female candidates to proceed to the final stage in the race. The United Kingdom's Lamb Fox, Kenya's Amina Chawahir Mohamed Jibril and Saudi Arabia's Mohamed Mazaid Al-Tawajiri did not secure enough support in the second round of consultations. With this development, the World Trade Organization now has its first female director general in its 25-year history. The result was formally announced by the World Trade Organization's General Council Chairman, Mr. David Walker. This is such a big win for women globally, and I'm super inspired. On this next story, we will be seeing how an NGO is empowering Sudanese women in war zones. A non-governmental organization in Sudan, Kandaka Voluntary Organization in South Kordofan, is helping to empower vulnerable women in Sudan. According to the organization, about 40 women have recently graduated in Kadugli as leather workers after several weeks of advanced training in leather industries. According to the director of the organization, Asma Omar, the aim of the initiative is to transform local communities into productive societies to support the will of the economy at the local and national level. The organization targets women in war zones to alleviate their suffering as women are the first victims of war. It's remarkable to see organizations truly dedicated to reducing the economic effects of war on women and with this simple gesture, there's bound to be a rapid improvement within the region as long as these women access all the help and support they need. Moving on, 
Harare's High Court ordered clinic reopening for pregnant women. On Wednesday, October 7, 2020, Harare's High Court ordered the city's council and government to reopen 42 clinics that recently closed unannounced. Justice Edith Mushore granted the order compelling the city council to immediately ensure that all pregnant women receive medical services and all council clinics be opened and operational by 14th October 2020. The court's decision came after the Zimbabwe lawyers from or rather for human rights, acted on behalf of some Harare's residents who sought an order to compel the city council and central government to open all its 42 clinics. Residents have appealed for the reopening on the 1st of October 2020. They had also appealed for the court to order the city council to ensure clinics offer emergency medical treatment to pregnant women while the government provides the necessary funds in the reopening of the clinics. Now, let's see how Zimbabwean women use arts to raise awareness on community issues. A group of women from Nswazi in Umzigwane district are using art to raise awareness on issues affecting their community such as mental health, gender-based violence, and disability. Known as extraordinary ladies, with about 30 members skilled in music, dance, and poetry, and creative writing, the group is on a mission to use art to shine the light on some of the social ills that they are grappling with in their community. One of the founders of the group, Omega Nlovu, said, With our God-given talents, we wish to raise awareness through the arts on different issues such as mental health and how they interlink with issues such as gender-based violence, social and emotional abuse of pregnant women, child abuse, traumatic backgrounds, poverty, physical disability, and prostitution, and how we can deal with these issues in our communities. The women solicits partnerships with other like-minded organizations and the corporate sector so they can grow their craft. On this last story for the week, an NGO inaugurates a borehole for Sukuta women gardeners in Gambia. A non-governmental organization, Boz Women, engaged in women activism in the Gambia on Tuesday 26 September 2020 inaugurated a borehole with overhead tanks for Tsukuta women gardeners in their response to assist people during the COVID-19 pandemic. In their initiative for sustainable development which aims to provide adequate water supply to Tsukuta women's garden, both women learned that this has been a serious challenge to women gardeners. Speaking at the handing over ceremony, Fatal Kinte, the Minister of Children and Women's Affairs, acknowledged that if men complement the efforts of women, poverty will soon be eradicated. As basic as this may seem, you may not truly understand what this means for these women. You may not know how much of a challenge it is to access clean water, and so we celebrate these kind of actions which has become a win for the recipients. And that's it for this week's episode of Her Story. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another informative episode. Kindly share this podcast and subscribe to the VA Pod. Follow us on our social media platforms at Ventures Africa on Twitter and Instagram and simply Ventures Africa on Facebook and LinkedIn.